0: a message now. But uh, this morning I want to speak a message called, called to lead, but first we must be led. And it got me thinking with Mother's Day, we've just heard this morning that um, we all have great examples in our lives. They don't have to be our mothers, you know, or our fathers. This is a house full of people who are great examples to us. And um, I know for me. I have this amazing circle in my life called my connect group and uh, it is full of weird and wonderful people. It really is. So I want to just share with you about the connect group and how I'm going to say the family tree basically works in our connect group. For me, We've got Al and and Deb Douglas, they're not here, they're actually out at Lake Lyle, apparently caravanning, they think that that's fun. (laughs) No power, no nothing, I don't even know if they're watching online. But Al and Deb, to me, are like parents. Deb's always on the phone to me, always catching, we're always doing coffee through the week, there isn't a week that goes by... Unless something comes up that Deb and I aren't doing a coffee, just check in. She's my person who I vent to, who I tell all my secrets to, but I can keep a secret. Let me just tell you that. I can keep a secret. And then there's Al Douglas, he checks in, He's, um, he is an amazing father figure. And then I've got people like Tony Bowden and Deb Bowden, who they're kind of like those really cool aunt and uncle I don't know if you have those but they are like the cool aunt and uncle in our connect group and then we've got Brendan and Sharon and they kind of bring everybody back down to earth they're like again they're like that aunt and uncle and they're like that's who you aspire to be like we've just heard from Sharon full of grace full of compassion she's had seven kids she's the kind of one who seems like she's got all her ducks in a row And Brendan just comes along with the ride. He's he's funny too. And then we've got these three guys in our connect group. Andrew Stewart, Daz McMahon and Simon. And they're like those big older brothers who just pick on you all (laughs) the time. Like seriously, you should see some of the messages that I get picking on me from Simon Noble. But I also know that at the end of the day, that they actually really do genuinely care and they do genuinely have my back. I've been put in positions where um, Andrew Stewart, he's ready to fight for me. Aren't you? (laughs) He's the person who I go to and whinge to and complain to and he's like, right, who do I need to fight now? Let me at him. He's the protective like big brother. And then I've got Sam and Renelle and Belle and they're like those protective sisters. I've got Sam, she's constantly checking in on me when I've had a bad day or when something's going wrong. I've got all these amazing people who have gone before me and who have led the way. And I actually really, genuinely look up to these people. I'm like, this is going on with my child. What do I do? Like, I've had this phone call from school, and this is what Cooper's done now. What do I do? Not that that would ever happen. Actually, no, it has happened. (laughs) Let me tell you that. But you know what? Whether we like it or not, we have a mandate on us to lead people. You may not like that mandate, but unfortunately, that is placed on you, wherever you are, whatever sphere of influence that you are in, whether or not that's your family, your friends, your workplace... You have a mandate to lead. So my first point: called to lead. Recently, and I hope I do this justice, because Jamie Happel's sitting in the room. But uh, I just finished my first trimester at uni, where I'm studying counselling and communication, and uh, it has been a bit of a whirlwind to have to juggle working, children, and uni all at the same time. But I recently just found out that I passed my first unit. But the last paper that I wrote, it talked about um, secure attachment. And it basically talks about... So Jamie Happel, you can give me feedback after this. That when a child is first born, it's dependent on somebody. It doesn't matter if it's the mother or a caregiver or who it is, but a child is dependent on somebody to thrive but it's also dependent on them for the future. The term attachment is the bond or connection which starts from the very earliest relationships. Attachment styles were once viewed as an important element of an infant and childhood um, development. During the 80s, most, more recently, re- researchers deemed that secure attachment is the most important ingredient for uh, success in today's relationship formations, strong self-identity, resilience, as well as confidence to thrive and achieve milestones in the human life. Is that right, Jamie? An American-born um, psychologist and developer of the ecological systems, um, Urie Bronfenbrenner, is that how you say it, Jamie? He's got no idea. All right, so I can... He was identified for his research in the microsystems and... The most influential system that we have comes from the most immediate relationships that we have. Encounters with those in this micro system have the most powerful influence in our lives. Not just for when we're first born, but throughout our life. John Bowlby, he's another British um, psychoanalyst and the original developer of the attachment theory. He had a desire to learn about childhood development. He grew up in a family where his mother and father were there but primarily absent. He was uh, raised by nannies and at the age of seven he was sent off to boarding school. And he had the worst childhood experience at boarding school. So this led him to start um, his own research into the childhood development and attachment theories. The most most important one is secure attachment. In the early stages of our lives, the most important style called the secure attachment is where children feel safe and accepted. This is normally displayed by a parent being um, attentive, being nurturing, comforting, responsive and available in an infant's time of need. If we look at the story of the birth of Jesus, his mother Mary, she was Jesus' human attachment figure. The term "attachment figure obviously describes the primary role of a caregiver. Uh, in Luke 1:30 in the CEV, it says, "Then an angel told Mary, "Don't be afraid, for God is pleased with you, you will have a son, and He will be named Jesus." I can imagine Mary at that point in time, Don't be afraid. You're about to have a son. What are you talking about? Don't be afraid. Like I know nothing about children. And I'm sure most parents who have had their first child go through that. About to have a child. And I know nothing about this small, tiny thing. Those of you who have kids, when you're ready to leave the hospital, does it ever cross your mind? You're allowing me to go home with this thing what do you mean you're giving me permission to leave the hospital with this thing? Like, what do I do with it? But Jesus becomes completely dependent on Mary. But there's been exampled somewhere for Mary to raise this child. She had the responsibility, she was in the position of being a caregiver. Acts twenty twenty eight in the ESV says, pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit made you oversee, to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. We all have a responsibility, whether we like it or not. You may be a parent here today, a grandparent, you may be an employer, you may be a ministry leader, you may just be somebody who's minding your own business. But there are people who are looking at you and you are being the example. My second point, but first, we must be led. We don't learn something unless it's been demonstrated to us. As we transition throughout different stages in our lives, we're raised, we're taught and we're led by amazing humans. They teach us, they guide us, they protect us, they love us and they care for us. Most of these behaviours and traits we pick up on and we learn. Like I said, there are some here today who do have an absent figure in their life. I know my mum, she was raised in a house where there was domestic violence and both my grandmother and grandfather were alcoholics. Now, my mum had a choice. My mum had a choice to go down that pathway because that is all she knew in life. Or she had the choice to break the cycle. From a young age, I remember my mum telling the story that she would, there was this Salvation Army church just down the road, and they'd send out the bus and they'd collect all the kids for Sunday school. And my mum had made a decision that she would go. I also think because my grandparents were so absent that my mum was looking for somebody to love her. And that's what she found within this Sunday school. Sunday school, it's a very old school term nowadays. But she found a group of people who exampled to her just what love was. Lately, we've had to be um, really, really careful what we say, what we do, and how we speak around our kids. The other day, there was an incident with a certain three-year-old in our house, and I said to her, you are not going to speak to me like that. And sure enough, she turned around and she said to me, don't you speak to me like that. And I thought, okay then, all right, I didn't know what else to do after that, I couldn't say it again and then we have a certain six-year-old who when you're having a conversation with them, the hands when he is trying to tell you something are so expressive, like you don't understand mum, like oh come on, I don't know who, who my children take after. <laughs> it's up for debate. But you know what? They've been exampled that behaviour. And they pick up on things. We pick up on things. It's like in, in the, the culture of fashion. Somebody sets the trend and guess what? We're all suckers for it and we all jump on board to whatever is being exampled. Social media, TV, everywhere, the media, we all jump onto it. In theory, we have no idea how to lead someone unless it's being exampled, whether or not it's good or it's bad. But to not to anybody's surprise, the ultimate example of a leader is Jesus. And as Christians, we all yearn to be like Jesus. Mark 1:18 to 19 in the CV says, while Jesus was walking along the shore in the Lake of Galilee, he saw two brothers. One was Simon, also known as Peter, and the other was Andrew. They were fishermen, and they were casting their net into their lake. And Jesus said, Follow me, and I will teach you to bring in people instead of fish. Follow me. And I will teach you how to bring in people. Ephesians four eleven to 12 in the NIV. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and the, and the teachers to equip his people for the work of the service. To equip his people so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach eternity in faith. And in the knowledge of the Son of God, become mature, attaining to the whole measure of fullness of Christ. Jesus led his disciples. He taught them. He he equipped them. He exampled. He loved. And he blessed them. This shows us how we need to lead. So as I come to a close this morning, I want to list some significant lessons that we are taught by being a leader as we example to those Jesus exampled grace, He exampled love, He exampled empathy and compassion, He exampled patience and the biggest one of all, He exampled sacrifice. He equipped with truth, with hope, with faith and with His own life. He taught us to forgive, to lead, to accept one another, to live a holy, pleasing life to our Father in Heaven to place value upon ourselves and each other, and that we are children of the Most High. So this morning as the team come, today as we celebrate Mother's Day, I also want to highlight the responsibility that we all have. We have a responsibility to lead, but we can't lead if we're not being led by something. So, this morning, I want to pray. I want to pray for you on this, this Mother's Day. And I want to thank God for the amazing people that have been put in our lives, whether or not they're mothers, or their fathers, or their friends, or their family members, or whoever they are. I want to encourage you to be thankful for those people in your life because they are leading you through this life. And you are leading other people. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you that you are the example of all examples, Lord, for us. Us humans, Lord God. Jesus, we thank you that you have gone before us and you have paved the way. You have sacrificed. You have loved. You have taught us so many lessons, Lord. Lord God, and I just, I thank you for those in our world who have exampled, who have loved, who have sacrificed for us. Jesus, we just ask that you will bless them, Lord God. Lord, and the mandate that's on us, that we lead people, Lord. We just ask that you guide us, you prompt us when needed. And Jesus, we just give all honour to you this morning. And we thank you for that, in Jesus' name. Well, why don't you stand and the team are going to lead us in one more song this morning.